Welcome to South Carolina Launch's CEO podcast, where we hear from CEOs on their entrepreneur experience. Welcome to another episode of the SC Launch CEO podcast. Uh, I'm Steve Johnson, and I'm an investment manager with SCRA, and I have the great pleasure of introducing you today to a guy that I met in a coffee shop three years ago in Greenville, and, um, and named Jason Kanzler. And over the last three years, we have really gotten to know uh, not only each other, but uh, his great company called UA Sidekick. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to Jason because number one, what is UA Sidekick? What does it stand for, and what does it do? Well, it's great being here, Steve. Um, it has been a while since that first coffee shop. That uh, brings That's back right. memories. Um, yeah, UA Sidekick is a company that was uh, uh, started uh, several years ago, a little over six years ago, uh, in an effort to make it a lot easier for drone pilots to fly uh, commercially. So uh, we were, I'm a drone pilot, I'm also a uh, manned aviator as well, and it was, uh, I like to, to find the easiest way to do things, to accomplish things, and it was very difficult at the time to um, actually fly as a remote pilot. And so uh, we started the, the process of trying to make it a lot easier, not only for ourselves, but for everybody else. So that's UA Sidekick. So thinking about your path to starting the company up, when we first start, uh, started our discussion, it was very early stage. So what was your path to getting to the point where you said, you know, I wanna start up a company I'm going to take that leap and I'm going to leave the safety of wherever I, you were and what caused you to make that uh, big uh, leap of faith? It, well, it is, that's, it is a path and it's a, it's a process of growing that, that happens over time. And uh, we had actually, you know, started, uh, I'm one of the founders um, and both of us had actually uh, been through the process of trying to work on our own. And we had started businesses uh, that are similar uh, kind of in, in process, but not necessarily in this field. And so we kind of had a little bit of background that we brought to the table when we started the company. Um, but it, it was a leap of faith because um, it's a virgining in industry. You know, the drone industry is, is something that's just growing really fast, um, but it is new. And so there's a lot of ifs that we had. Uh, those are a lot of questions that we had to answer uh, for not only for ourselves, uh, but for people who wanted to invest in us and uh, work with us as partners. And so um, that initially started with uh, some smaller groups here in the local uh, Greenville area, which ultimately led us to SCRA, which we're super glad about and quite frankly, uh, SCRA has been an integral part of our success story, and uh, it's, a, it's a good story to, to talk about here. Well, we are uh, extremely glad to be connected to you and for the work that we've done together. But uh, I know that three years ago, uh, drones were, um, it was kind of the buzz. Uh, but not the proliferation of what you hear about now. And, and so if you could 
Talk about what you have seen as far as the emergence of drones and what do you see as the future of drone? Because we've heard everything that, you know, Amazon could be delivering a package to your front door literally right. with a drone. Right. And so where do you see this going? I mean, right now you can buy a drone just about anywhere. You can get them fairly cheap you can you can fly them in your front yard. Everybody's toyed with them, but where do you see this uh, field going, especially the commercial side? Well, well, you mentioned it there just a minute ago. What really started this um, uh, flurry of activity uh, was the advancement of the drone technology and the availability. Really, the availability, you know, being able to go to a big box store instead of to a specialty hobby store, right, to find these um these drones or these planes uh, that can virtually fly themselves. Uh, and so uh, when that happened, uh, there were several companies that were, you know, entrants in this market. Uh, they mass produced them. They made them available uh, really anywhere. And as people started buying these and finding out how easy they were to fly compared to the older drones, right? So the hobbyists, uh, you had, the, they've been around for years, uh, and it initially started, um, with the, um, Department of Defense or the Navy, uh, they actually used drones for target practice. And so, you know, it, the history of this goes way back and, um, and they've been around for, for a long time. And a lot of times it was segregated for the people that were really, uh, technology, uh, they had a lot of technology, uh, kind of background. They, there's a lot of influence there in communications where people were really interested in, in uh, shortwave and longwave uh, communications because that's, you know, that's how really they are uh, controlled. And so you had these people coming together that had that technical capability. Uh, and so it was segregated to that kind of group. And so you still have those around and they're really an integral part of what we're doing even today. Because without them, we really couldn't be doing what we're doing. But sometimes they're overlooked as the hobbyists who have been here for a long time. But now that it's available, you know, anybody could pick up a drone and in minutes be flying, which, you know, that shortcut that whole technology kind of lag where people had to understand and know how to fly. They had to know and understand aerodynamics. Uh, now the GPS controlled drones, they can sit there and you can put the controller down and it'll stay there until the battery runs out, right? So they don't even, the, the amount of effort and uh, ability has been greatly reduced in what's required to be able to fly drones. So Jason, I know that uh, UA Sidekick has been uh, integrally connected to the Federal Aviation Administration. And so tell us a little bit about your um, connection and interaction with the regulatory agency that's really going to have the supervision of, uh, of this of this whole drone field and how you've interacted with them. Well, well, that relationship kind of grew out of several other relationships. Um, and we started initially with uh, Lockheed Martin, who was in control of flight services. That's uh, a service that's very familiar to manned aviation. And they started, FAA started using flight services as a key component for drone flight early on. And um, we were lucky enough, uh, pieces that have fallen into place uh, that we feel are very fortunate for us, the location of where we're at and the people that we've talked to, uh, we were able to connect and integrate with Lockheed Martin's uh, program 
uh, fairly easy. And that really started that first step into um, the drone uh, flight management uh, or airspace deconfliction. Uh, FAA soon came out with the 107 license and the 107 rule, which regulated how, how drones could fly, made it a little easier for pilots uh, to get into uh, flying commercially. And uh, because of that, a lot more people started uh, uh, getting involved and becoming compliant. There was already a lot of people doing it, but uh, they became more compliant once it was easier to comply. And so through that process, the FAA opened up um, the ability for organizations or companies to become a USS. And so a USS is a unmanned service supplier. We basically provide the, the window into the FAA's Lance system. And so pilots, uh, either hobbyist or commercial pilots, uh, can use our app to integrate into the FAA's Lance system to gain authorization and controlled airspace in less than 60 seconds. They can uh, request uh, for further coordination or they can request uh, deviations from what's normally allowed uh, through our app and, and uh, are able to get uh, authorizations to fly. And so that coordination with the FAA is critical, uh, mainly because they're regulating the airspace. Um, and second, we're critical to the FAA uh, and the other uh, companies that are doing this as well. There's a very small group of people that are classified as USSs, and we're lucky enough to be one of them. It's fortunate or it's an honor really to be working with them. But uh, they rely on us to be the interface uh, to the general public. The FAA does not have an interface to the general public, and they rely on USSs to do that. So that uh, coordination and partnership is very, very important and very strategic. So Jason, as we hear about what could be a proliferation of drones doing various things that would touch every American life, um, what do you see as your vision for UH Sidekick and the mission of the company in light of all that? Well, the possibilities are, um, if you look at the news or you look at technology magazines, it's almost um, predominantly now um, influenced by uh, transportation uh, and the ability to get from one place to the next, whether uh, manned or unmanned, whether on the ground or in the air. Uh, and so we're seeing a lot of interest uh, and um, focus being placed on air mobility now. And uh, because of that, uh, large companies uh, when you look at Airbus, Google, or D, uh, you know, all the uh, uh, transportation companies like UPS and uh, uh, FedEx, they're all looking for ways to kind of streamline their process. It's called last mile or first mile uh, delivery. Um, they're focusing on the last mile where drones make the most sense. Uh, regulation really is, is struggling to keep up uh, with this, and regulation is keeping back some of the innovations that have already been uh, developed uh, by these companies. Uh, and as regulation kind of catches up, we'll start seeing more and more of uh, the, the drones in this airspace uh, being utilized for transportation of goods and services. Uh, so it's, it is, it's, it's a big process. Other countries have even started uh, testing uh, people movers. It's called urban mobility. And so it's an Uber in the sky kind of concept where you have a drone that's large enough to carry a person or two people 
for short distances. And the idea there is to get people out of congested areas in a quicker fashion, right? That's more um, sustainable. It's, it's safer in most instances. Uh, and it looks like it could save a lot of time and money uh, and generate jobs and uh, um, revenue. So a lot of our companies are operating in very uh, established markets that have been very mature and have established rules and regulations and, and, and you know wh which way to turn. And when I look at UA Sidekick, <laughs> you know, this is such a new field. It's such an emerging field and things are changing almost on a monthly basis. How do, how do you handle all of that uncertainty uh, and how do you how do you manage that so you're right it does change and some sometimes we we feel that it's almost a daily change uh, depending on where regulation goes uh, a lot of uh, what's interesting is technology has a um, a predictable path for the most part a technology advancement we know that you know batteries are getting being improved for longevity we want longer flights. We want uh, more powerful drones. We know that AI is progressing very quickly right now where drones can actually, it's called edge learning, where drones can make decisions based on the programming that you put inside of them. And um, what's, what is um, interesting is, is that the ebb and flow of regulation really has dictated where, where the industry goes. And so we have found that it is almost imperative that UA Sidekick participate in the regulatory process and discovery uh, through groups like um, the UAST, the safety team, uh, or the remote ID progress team, where you know, we're going through the process of learning what the, um, the government and regulatory agencies are looking at, um, uh, you know, whether they're actually setting the guidelines for new technology. And technology is sitting and waiting uh, for that regulation to come out, which is very interesting to see. Uh, and what's, what's interesting even more so is that uh, the regulatory agencies, which it's, it's notorious that they are slow movers, but they're um, very, uh, they have a, um, a very purposeful um, kind of direction that they go in. Now you see them in the same point here in the industry for drones, just moving quicker than we've ever seen. It always seems too slow for us, right? And technology is always moving quicker than they are. Uh, so it's frustrating to some extent, but we have seen those agencies um, come back with regulations in record time. Uh, and so we're seeing a lot of movement there. Um, but it's, you're right, it, it, regulatory, uh, the process will change the ebb and flow of where this industry is going. And we're trying to stay on top of that to make sure that we're in that sweet spot uh, whenever those regulatory uh, directives come down. So stepping away from the technology, when, when you look at what you have done in creating UH Sidekick, what are the challenges that you have faced and how have you overcome them? Hmm. Well, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a loaded question. We, it goes from, you know, personnel to, um, you know, your connections. Early on, it was interesting that you just, the network was what we needed the most, um, was getting in touch with people specifically here in South Carolina. Uh, the further you get away from where you're at, um, the harder it is to communicate, to coordinate, 
and so we were really interested in trying to improve our situation here in South Carolina. We had an express desire to improve South Carolina, uh, especially in this industry, because we know that right now South Carolina is a blank slate uh, as it's concerned with drones. Now we have a lot of aviation. We have a lot of technology. We have a lot of uh, bent metal or manufacturing uh, capabilities here. But, um, you know, South Carolina now has one of the USSs, you know, UA Psychic is, resides in South Carolina, which gives them a step up just for the fact that we're a USS. And so we wanted to kind of get that message out, find out how we could help South Carolina to develop, um, you know, their position uh, within the drone industry. And so, you know, coordinating that, um, knowing who to talk to, to get that process started, I think that was the biggest, one of the biggest challenges early on. And we found out that a lot, there's a lot of organizations, because we started from scratch, we found out there's a lot of organizations that are there to help you. Uh, some of them can take you to a certain point uh, and knowing at what point uh, you move from one organization to the next or how you utilize to the best extent possible uh, their services and staying in touch with them, right? We're a big proponent on staying in touch with the people that have gotten us here. And uh, we really want to kind of sing their praises. And SERA is one of them, you know, joining SERA or even the initial talks that we had, uh, we learned a lot all the way from business organization, uh, how to set up a proposal, how to talk to people, you know, what, uh, what uh, investors are interested in, what they're not interested in. Those are just little tidbits that, you know, we of course didn't know anything about. And uh, the way that SRA took us through that process um, in applying uh, to be a part of SERA's um, SC launch program and portfolio set us up in a great way for the other companies that we ended up talking to afterwards. And so it was almost, we know it was the intent of SERA to do it that way, but it was, it was phenomenal for us to see that actually working in our company and how we um, interacted with others. So when you think about the relationship with SERA, what do you think uh, the, the, the biggest impact and value of that relationship has been to you and to UA Sidekick? Well, and that's that's a tricky question, too, because it depends on which phase we were in. It seems that SRA grew with with us. They knew what we needed at that particular time. And we didn't try to shortchange that process. And that's what we're grateful for, because when we first came to SERA, there was a lot of things that we needed to fix or improve um, our our pitch, our process, how we talked, how we um um, portrayed UA Psychic to others, understanding their interest or the people that we talked to, that was important. And so through that first initial phase, that was the most important thing we got from SCRA. Then we moved from there to um, knowing how to set up the, the business itself, what makes our business look good to others, um, having resources available to us who help us do that. Also having resources, we moving into the next step of, of finding resources for particular needs that we had. Uh, the connections that SCRA have seems to be endless to us. I mean, there's, you know, every industry in, in, in South Carolina seems to be known by SCRA or, or SCRA knows somebody in that, in, in that company or, or our industry. And 
And so that's, that's what we found to be, even now in the phase we're in, uh, that's probably the most important thing that we found uh, is that and the connection to people. I mean, it's all about people. Uh, when you really go down to the brass tacks, uh, it's the relationship with people that makes the difference. Well, from our standpoint, I can tell you that, that it is all about people and it, it is so rewarding for SCRA and SC Launch to, to find people like Jason Gansler, who has been on the cutting edge, is on the cutting edge, bleeding edge of a technology and a field that uh, is going to have such an impact in the future and to have that in South Carolina is tremendous because we truly, I, I think, are on the frontier of, of this in, in our state. Would you agree? I agree. It's, um, it's the small steps right now that puts us in a position to take advantage of those future um, possibilities. It's, it's making sure that we take the steps now that we know that we can take so that we're in line or we're ready to take on the task um, that's going to be presented to the nation and globally uh, in this industry. Uh, this industry has the potential to affect people just like manned aviation did to, for every industry, moving people from one place to another and moving um, materials and supplies and packages from one place to another through manned aviation. We have the ability now to again affect it identically or maybe even more so uh, with unmanned. And so that's how, how important, how critical this industry is and how much of an impact we think that we can have as a state, as a company uh, on this industry through you know, developing processes that make this uh, more simple. We go through and test processes, making sure that it's safe to do. Uh, and you know, it's really, there's, there's a lot of different components that make up this one, uh, the idea of moving people and services and material from one place to the next, we think can be done through remote aviation, through robotics. Uh, and uh, you're right, it is the leading edge, it's the cutting edge. Uh, we don't know really where it's gonna go or how fast it's gonna go. Uh, but if any indication from the past uh, here in the future, uh, it's gonna be amazing here in the next three to five years. Well, because of that, we are so proud of what you are doing, of what you are planning on doing, because I know there's some very aggressive plans that you have in place that truly will put South Carolina on the map that no one else has done before. And we are proud to be a part of that. Uh, I can tell you that um, one of the features that we look for in working with a company and a CEO is coachability and the ability to work together to put together a plan. And you have been a stellar example of, of a CEO that listens and, and may question some of the things that we say and, and, and then we work through that. But we appreciate what you're doing. We appreciate the, the work that you've accomplished and uh, we, we value our relationship with you. And we look forward to outstanding success from UA Sidekick in the future as well. Thank you, Steve. And we're proud to be a partner with uh, SCRA. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. So we really appreciate the efforts that you give not only to us, uh, but others here in South Carolina who wanna start a business and grow. 
Well, it's been great talking with you, and I'm sure we will talk again over the next several days. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Jason.